God, you poor guy. I know. Times are tough. Times are tough when you have a burnt face. Hit record. Oh, we are recording. (laughs) We are recording. (laughs) (laughs) Times are tough. I am going to become the Joker. Oh, God. I don't know what the fuck he's about to do. No, I'm fine. What's up, man? <laughs> I'm chilling. I'm just recovering from taking a fireball to the dome last night. So you uh, drink a bunch of shitty whiskey? Gives you nightmares? Is that what you uh, mean? I wish that's what I meant. I meant I took a literal fireball to the face. So when you just say a fireball, can you describe it? Is it like a, is it goodness? Is it gracious? Was it great? <laughs> Balls of fire? (laughs) It was like, so you know what fire is like, right? Yeah. You got that fire pit in your backyard. It's awesome. Uh Yeah, yeah. Now imagine the fire in the fire pit just shot at your face. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. I guess we're changing batteries on our smoke alarms. (laughs) That's fine. Leave it in. Welcome to the real shit, y'all. Speaking of fires, so you took a fireball to the face. I did. I did. Um, I was lighting up the big propane tower heater in the bus lane last night. And uh, (laughs) things that don't make sense in Texas, I understand. We Um, live in a dystopian nightmare. Right? (laughs) I'm eating. Please let me eat my my bowl of cheese in the the street. In the street while fucking taxis are zipping by down 2nd Avenue at 70 miles an hour. Oh and somebody's eating their case. like, can we turn this heater on? It's like, hey, it's only 60 degrees. Ah, we'd like it on. Okay. Click, click, <laughs> click, 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 fireball. How does, I don't understand. I guess I just, because I was trying to get the pilot to light for a long time. And so I'm trying to get it going. And I guess in that time, it just released too much propane into that little area. And when it lit, it all lit. Wow. And it shot out the bottom, out of the opening, and right into my fucking face. Singed my eyebrows, melted my eyelashes together. (laughs) I mean, you're not going to be able to see it on this camera, but like the front of my hair is all like, half or a third as long as it used to be the oh, bottom no. of my beard is singed where my mask was um i got a burn right here on my eyebrow and a burn on my eyelid i mean it, it doesn't feel any worse than a sunburn but what i'm really oh dealing God. with what i'm that really, still is like a measurable amount of pain that's yeah. crazy <laughs> what i'm really dealing with here is the emotional baggage that i'm going to carry from oh. being set on fire at work Dude, you should sue. No, we shouldn't. Uh, no, no, I shouldn't. Uh, I, our owner was very, very cool and was like, dude, if you need anything, I'll pay for your doctor's visits. Just let me know. I'm really glad you're safe. Just anything you need, tell me. And I was like, bro, I think I'm good. I really appreciate it. I'll let you know if I got to take any further action. So kudos to that dude. You know him. Geez. Great guy. Oh my God! Yeah, Post Malone is the owner of the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Old Posty, really cool. he's microdosing <laughs> all the time. So for him, it was pretty wild to watch. <laughs> I was, um, but it was a fucking hoot and a half, man. I'll tell you, I like I was holding the door to the heater, and I had a I, something else in my other hand, and like the fireball hit me. And I just throw my shit down and run inside. And so, like, I run at this point, mind you, the sidewalk seat, we just opened up the bus lane seating because we can't open until UPS closes, blah, blah, blah. So, the sidewalk seating is full, the indoor seating is full. I'm running, the manager's running through the restaurant holding his fucking face. And both Jimmy and Val are behind the bar and they're like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I've got three of my regulars in there that are like, what's wrong with Matt? And they're all freaking out. And I run back to the kitchen. I just grab ice and put it on my face. Ah, dude, you did it wrong. You're supposed to do running water for burdens. Well, fuck me in the ass. I've never been. I've never been on fire before. <laughs> you don't. 
you don't burn yourself? <laughs> nah, not regularly. I, oh. I remember I, I only, well, I know that because I burned myself a bunch cooking. But uh, ah. also, uh, I remember whenever we were kids, my cousin Alex just like dove into a fucking bonfire one at one time at a <laughs> at a family reunion. It was like, dude, what are you doing? And uh, we had to put him under running water. It was very traumatic and crazy. Holy shit. I know him in it, you know. Was, I could see a younger version of him doing that. We were, you know, we were both spazzes in our own right. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling our parents were kind of like, I don't know about these two. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so I, I, I like kind of relax. I go and I, I had all like my hair singed into little balls. So like the front of my hair was just like all these little balls of burnt hair. Uh-huh. I had it on my eyebrows. Like these eyebrows are just melted together. I had a little balls of burnt hair here and under here, under my mask and beard. And like uh, I went to the bathroom and like tried to just get as much of that shit out as I could. And it smelled like burnt hair for like an hour. Oh my God. And, yeah. <laughs> and um, then I was just like, after that, I was just like super flustered for a while and like yeah, couldn't keep up with anything. Are you the like, only manager there at the time? Yes. So you can't leave. I can't leave. Um, I'm super flustered. I can't take a break. I'm just like, uh, you know, and um, uh-huh. I, just, I go to Jimmy and Val and I'm just like, hey, I lost track of shit. I'm really sorry. And Jimmy goes, oh, you mean you can't have a near death experience and still manage to keep up with everything? What a fucking asshole. Like, <laughs> near maim like, experience. We'll, 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 we'll name it a near maim experience. And I'll tell you what I said last night when you called it a near maim experience. I'll call you a fucking hater. <laughs> sure bud <laughs> you did not but almost die <laughs> Valerie was Valerie was like I don't even know how you're still here if it was me I would have left <laughs> yeah I would have left I would have been like I'm fucking out of here get another yeah, manager dude. deal with it that was uh that's what went down that's well, how exciting how exciting yeah. when was the first time you ever smelled burned hair Oh shit! It was when I was we, me, Colin, and Patrick were riding in Colin and Patrick's old '98 Toyota that we called Gold Member because it was gold, and um, <laughs> we were super hungover. And Colin, for no reason at all, just decided to light some of Patrick's hair on fire. Oh, and he did that. I remember having friends like that too. <laughs> um, the first time I smelled burnt hair was at church camp, and we played this game called Romans versus Christians. Um, it was like the last night of church, and church they shut camp. church camp, and they uh, it's a Bridgeport United Methodist Church camp, and they shut down all the electricity on the entire campus so that it was completely black all over campus and uh turned the campers loose and we were christians and the counselors were romans and they hunted us in the in the in like the forests and wooded areas and whenever they captured us brought us to jail and uh had us make a choice whether or not we said hail jesus or hail caesar and the idea is that you go through like this trial where they say you don't you don't believe in Caesar. You believe in Jesus. You have to give everything for Jesus. And they, they make you stand in a dark hallway with blindfolds on and like tied up with like handcuffs. And they're telling you you're a bad person for not hailing Caesar. But the, the catch is, is that if you hailed Caesar, you, um, you got to become a Roman and go hunt the other campers. Uh, I didn't do that. I was a hard in the paint Christian. So I got to brought to the back room and they laid me on the ground where the, and in the back room, uh, the counselors were in like black face makeup, like black, ah, like not, hope not, none like, of them, hope none of them run like for office, face. not like black face, but like their faces were painted black and, and, and like, like camouflage. And they were in all black with like hoods on and they laid us on the ground. Oh, they were in black face wearing hoods. They were, and they were, um, they were, 
they were burning hair. They had just jars <laughs> of hair that they were burning to scare us, and it worked. It was very scary. And then they laid us down in the cross in the cross shape, and then they slammed a piece of wood over our head, and we're like, "You're dead now." And then we had to go sit in the dark for the rest of the night. And your parents paid for this experience. This is the last night. <laughs> Yep. They didn't know about that until recently. And my mom was like, I wish you had told us about that. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that is beyond the pale, bro. I'm not fucking with any type of shit like that. Yep. Yep. Well, the thing is, is that I had been to that church camp before and it was just like fun. We watched Veggie Tales. We threw shaving cream at each other and uh, went to a dance, you know, like it was just fun shit. And then the next year it got real weird. (laughs) <laughs> Some of the new camp director was staunch. Yeah. It was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Bridgeport. Bridgeport. United Methodists. Oh, man. Methodists that's... aren't that crazy normally, but every now and then you get one. No, not at all, man. I married into Methodists. and uh, Oh, really? Yeah. Very methodical. But, um... Sorry. <laughs> well, Bad I mean, joke. They're, 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 they're cool. I mean, for the most part, there were definitely some Looney Tunes in my church growing up. A lot of, Overall, they're pretty chill. Like, my in-laws are real chill. And uh, they were think they had some talks about leaving their church because there was a spirited debate one day among the elders of the church on whether or not to acknowledge gay marriage. Oh, that was a whole thing recently. That was a oh, yeah. whole big ass international event uh, within the United Methodist Church, and it's still kind of playing out. It's actually really interesting if you're in, if you're interested in that sort of thing. They like a bunch of American uh, pastors that are against it all went over to Africa and began like playing into their sort of conservative and uh, homophobic you know traditions. Um, uh. And got a bunch, like got some people to start voting and caring and getting active within the church that hadn't really previously been as active uh, in my from my understanding. I, I may be talking out of my ass a little bit um, uh, on this, but from my understanding, it was like they were gonna let gays get married within the church, and then all of a sudden, like the African people showed up with all these like Joel Osteen types. And they were like, no, we will not. We will not let you marry a man to a man. And it's just kind of like, I am left uh, scratching my head. Like, why bother being a part of a club that's even having this conversation? It's like, who yeah. gives a shit? But, um, if, yeah. but, you know, people take religion so fucking seriously. Yeah, her parents <sighs> were like, they were pretty much, they were ready to leave because they're in favor. Too. Yeah, yeah, same. I think I think my in-laws as far as their like they are your my in-laws and your parents definitely Christians followers of the word enjoy their church enjoy their bible study but are also like understand that people are people and the world is the world and it's not you know what I mean yes like they're accepting of all loving of all which is what I feel well, you know, is what it's really supposed to be about. But back to the main topic, I got caught on fire. Yes. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, was the main to- I thought we had moved on from that. I was just changing the subject. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to talk. You don't want to talk about Jesus, Matt. I don't want to talk about religion too much. because uh, Why not? It's fun. I think it's interesting. I used to be so religious, dude. I've never known this Matt Butterfield, so like it I really was, is wild to me. On on Sundays, I would go to church twice. Oh my god, you were one of them. Yeah, I don't know. I just got to college. Well, I had a friend die, and then I and then I uh, went to college, and it was just like this. Oh. this isn't. I was real. I went from being like real Christian to real atheist. And now I'm like real, uh, like I'm annoyed by my atheist stage and annoyed at the religious stage. Also, it's like, who cares? My staunch atheist stage came, uh, later in life. And now I'm kind of looking at it like, huh, 
<laughs> I remember one time we were hanging out and uh, someone brought it up and I was just like, and I said my thesis, you were there. We were in front of the theater building on, on the moat. And this was before you liked me. And um, you probably before you liked me too. <laughs> before we liked each other, really. But I like to put the blame on other people. But um, it's okay. <laughs> but uh, we were all. Someone brought it up, and someone was like, "Well, what do you think, Matt?" And I was like, "Well, I don't really follow the advice of illiterate cavemen, but uh, you guys can do whatever you want. I don't. I. I don't think that. You know, if you want to spend your money there and do your thing, do your thing. I, I don't think anything's out there that you got real mad." <laughs> I did. I don't yes, remember this. You were at like, all. how do you act like you know everything? You don't know everything. And I was just like, you're right. But I do know that, like, those are like 2,000 year old texts. Who gives a shit? And then, then you kind of, you know, you walked away or moved on or this conversation moved on. But I remember, I remember thinking, like, is that guy like super religious? I thought you were religious when I met you. No, I never was, never have been. And that, if that's what it was, because I know me, it probably had very little to do with what you had actually just said and more to do with how I felt about you in general. <laughs> <laughs> at the time, at the this time. asshole. We're talking about me at that time and how, you know what I'm saying. I know who I was. Yeah. <laughs> and like, we were both verbose and we both knew what we knew and we're going to let you know that we knew it. And now we have a podcast. Welcome to the fucking world. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks to Billy Bush who told us to start it. Hell yes. Every time I see that man, I'm like you, you gave me one of the few things I still enjoy in my life. (laughs) (laughs) You also gave us, Oh my God. That, that, Poor sad sack of shit. Um. I know. I know. <laughs> when you're face to face with a billionaire and he's telling you about grabbing vagines, what do you do? <laughs> We've said it before. I just feel like I think it's ridiculous that he was the only person that experienced any consequences for that tape. Yeah, not the guy that was running for president. Not the guy that said <laughs> all the crazy shit. Not the guy that like was running for president trying to take over the world. But the guy that was just like on E! Entertainment News laughing along to some crazy shit that, you know, Donald Trump was saying. Yeah. Like, you listen to the tape, Billy Bush is just like, oh, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, oh, yikes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wolf. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. Never suspecting that it would ever be the October surprise in a presidential election. (laughs) That would ruin his life. I mean, good God. (laughs) Speaking of that whole encounter with Billy Bush, how pissed off do you think that old couple is that owns the (laughs) cowboy hat company? (laughs) I don't know if you've heard this, ladies and gentlemen, but the Supreme Court just turned down Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton's fucking writ to override the election. And not only did the Supreme Court turn it down, they turned it down nine to zero in football. The defensive, the uh, fucking offensive coordinator would get fired for a loss like this. Nine to zero. His three, his three little parrots that he put up there trying to rig this election at the last second all said, no, 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 no. Sorry about you. Yeah. That's (laughs) we're, we're, we're only here to take away abortion. Nothing else. (laughs) we're only that evil oh my god what a fucking world bro what a world i'm just like it's in the same day the supreme court tells donald trump to go eat a fat one and the fda approves the pfizer vaccine Mm -hmm. and cuomo announces he's closing down indoor dining i i don't know how to feel oh my god um I feel like the indoor dining needs needed to happen. I've, someone keeps pointing me out to me how, um, I mean, they also need to bail us out. I mean, because the thing is, it's like they, like they keep shutting us down and then it's just like, okay, so then what are we going to do? You can't yeah. just like, like the clock, the wheel keeps turning. You can't just shut us down anyway. Yeah. My, my, my thing is like, they do this with no relief in sight. They're not mm-hmm. going to cancel mortgage. They're not going to cancel rent. And right. It, we're all just fucked. 
I mean, <laughs> so to be perfectly clear, um, in order, in the interest of full transparency, I'm fine. Yeah. Well, I'm not worried about me. I'm worried about these fucking outstanding fucking people that work for me. Yeah. That are going to get fucked in the butt by this. Right. Like I have three bartender servers that are, when I say world-class, I mean, I think that they could step into any restaurant, any bar in the world and be fine. Sure. And do well. So it's like, they deserve so much better than this. That's what really is like pissing me off about this. I mean, it's, it's, um, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, man. There's, I had a kind of a rough weekend in that regard. A friend, uh, you know, I don't want to get into all that shit, but it's, it's just so ridiculous how, um, what I will say is that business is not as, I think that, you know, I, my my official position is that we need an enormous fucking like direct into bank bank account um bailout. Ca- like bailout cash line shut down all non-essential businesses try to open schools cuz those are important mm-hmm. um, those are essential businesses those are essential not, not shut business, down but... schools but open them have hybrid learning and just like, just try to get through the next few months as these vaccines get get bailed out. Yeah, that's get doled it. out. I mean, yeah, doled out. And it's gonna it's, happen. And to me, it's, it's just gonna happen fast. It's just so simple as to what the solution is, but it's just mm-hmm. not happening. They don't care. They could give a shit. They could give a shit. They don't care that people are completely fucked they just don't care uh people like us that are at a lower risk like it's going to get to the point where the world's going to start to get back to normal before we get vaccinated yeah that's probably a little true like uh yeah i mean it is i mean the first people that are going to get it are going to be you know it's going to be frontline medical workers and then it's going to be the elderly Mm-hmm. And those are the people that are at the highest risk. Like 80% of deaths have been people over 51 or something like that. Jeez. So sad. Yeah. So, and I think 80% of deaths in New York were in nursing homes. Like, okay. Yeah. But that, that's a confusing statistic because a lot of people were being sent to nursing homes, no matter what their ages were. And, um, the, you know, that's whenever the name nursing home really comes into light. It's like, oh, these people need nurses. It doesn't really mean that they're just old, you know, old people. Well, doesn't change the fact that this is all a government hoax to control us. But, uh, uh, oh, my God. <laughs> You're going to get us shut would, down. I thought, you were, I thought you would at least laugh at that. Uh, <laughs> it's I so can't. ridiculous that it's I laughable. Can't. I can't laugh at, at anything anymore. Um, God, what happened? So what's going on? Anything, uh, anything else other than the fireball? You got anything else, bro? Okay. Oh, Matt's got something. Okay. Okay. We all gonna die. It's the best on that podcast. You motherfuckers need to watch The Mandalorian as soon as possible. Oh, you have to, you have to do fucking this. do it. You have to do it. It's the exact, it's what George Lucas envisioned whenever he was talking about the war machine and, and in colonialism and imperialism in the United States. It's, it's what, I mean, it's just, guys, we're, we're on the penultimate, I just watched the penultimate episode of season two, and it's the greatest fucking thing I've ever seen! I love it. I love it so much. I can't get over, I can't overstate how good it is. You guys, Matt, I know you're not caught up. But no, I'm not, but I, I plan on it. I plan got, on it. Yeah, you always say that. Uh, I plan on it. You have a baby Yoda, but you don't know what, you don't even know his name. Well, I mean, you know that's kind of hard to not know. Okay, you know his name. Yeah. I mean, yeah it's, uh, dude, Grogu. It's not, Grogu. It's not my fault, okay? Yes, it is. I work but, six days a week. 
<laughs> six days a week. Fuck that. Um, hey, dude, oh. money's pretty good right now. <laughs> oh, sure. Not, well, I, I mean, for me, but not for my employees. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't um, overstate just like how fucking amazing this they are. Boba Fett is back and kicking ass with Slave One. It's just everything you would ever want. That's that's really my that's my recommendy. That's it. There you go, you gotta, guys. You got to watch Mandalorian. You got to. It's it, it's not even a, a question of personal likes and dislikes. I am interested to know if women like this show. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, actually, in the restaurant the other day, I had a a table of women, and when Jimmy was talking about, uh. Blah blah blah. When Jimmy was talking about the Mandalorian, uh-huh. all five of the women at this table were like, "Are you talking about the Mandalorian?" Nice. And they so were cool. like Upper East Side chicks. They weren't like nerdy theater girls. They were like, "We work at J.P. Morgan." <laughs> I don't think I don't think nerdy theater girls would like it. There's no singing. There's no cute boy. There, you know, Bill Burr is the guest star. No. <laughs> Bill Burr and Sasha Banks, SmackDown Women's Champion. Matt, I mean, mild spoiler, I guess. This Bill Burr episode, uh, which is the the penultimate episode, is he, I don't, whoever wrote this episode, it was an Asian person that I've never heard of. I I don't remember their name right now, and I'm not going to look it up, but uh, because it's easily Googleable. You guys can Google things on your own. Do you are you aware of that? Anyway, Twitter.com. Um, <laughs> God. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know. It takes 30 seconds to figure it out. Um uh but this person who wrote this role for Bill uh nailed him on the head. I mean, there's a point where it's just like he they're just driving along and he's just doing the podcast. <laughs> but all oh, with, yes with like star wars lingo and he's he's just it's like it's like this is amazing grogans <laughs> he's just like he's like look alderon she comes from alderon you come from mandalore both of those worlds are gone how do you fucking feel like <laughs> talking about how he thinks war should be illegal which is like a big thing bill always talks about and brings up almost like once a month he says i can't believe war is legal bill is bill is like so there's an old pat oswald bit where he talks about how you need to be wary of intellectual people who say fucked up conservative things smartly and you need to listen more closely to people with like regional accents and aren't really using uh, completely updated PC language, um, but who are actually, you know, among the people and care about people and how you can probably learn more about empathy and day-to-day quote-unquote liberalism and tolerance from someone that sounds like Bill Burr, who is like, frankly, a pacifist, like black lives matter activists almost um like but he but he sounds like a guy from boston you know what i mean yeah uh whereas jordan peterson's out there telling everyone to clean up their room and eat raw meat until until they go into a self-induced coma in russia Um, oh good god God, Uh, like like bill burr is just the fucking man and he fucking kills it in this latest episode it's so unbelievably good. There's, I mean, God, I, I can't, I, I can't talk about it without spoiling it too much. Other than okay. just, please, please, behoove yourself if you are listening to this and you haven't watched The Mandalorian, watch it. It, that's it. That's my recommendy. We can do your recommendy whenever you come up with it. Just cue me. I'll play this. I'll play it again. Oh, it's okay. I got it ready to roll. I got this. Uh, this guy that uh, started following on TikTok. Uh-huh. Oh, TikTok. Uh, his name is his name is Teriyaki Poppy. <laughs> and he's funny. I don't really know how to describe his comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just fucking funny, man. I sent right. you one last night. It was the first people to see a dragon. 
<laughs> it's a big ass bird. <laughs> Facts. Ah! <laughs> no, the guy's really funny, and a lot of his shit's just like that, kind of like deadpan. But then, like, it'll take like a really hard turn at the end. It's really great shit. Teriyaki Poppy, Poppy with two eyes on the end. Check him out on TikTok. Dude's fucking hilarious. Wow. All right. Teriyaki Poppy and yeah. The Mandalorian. Those are your recommendations this week, ladies and gentlemen. Gotta love uh, it. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Gotta love it or leave it. Yes. Getting back onto a subject that I just kind of briefly hit on. What is with people not looking things up? <laughs> Dude. Okay. So... This is where this all comes from, ladies and gentlemen. Do you want me to name names or no? Uh, I mean, it, it doesn't just come from one thing. But if you want to, if you're talking about the thing with Dola, sure, <laughs> I guess. I was gonna, I was gonna come up with a fake name. I was gonna call him oh. Lyle Shaman Lola. Okay, <laughs> never mind. It's Dola. It's our friend Dola. Um, so Matt posted this story, yeah. or you posted a, a thought on a story, and. <laughs> Dolo is just like, where'd you see this? Or where could I find this? And Matt just put twitter.com. Right. Oh, it was dot and com spelled out. (laughs) Which every which you and my mom and other people were like, that was mean. And I and I was I said it was hilarious. And and I don't think Dola thought twice about it. (laughs) I think he just saw that and was like, eh, Matt. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well, my exact words to you were, you're such a twat and I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> was that over the David Sedaris thing? I could talk yes, about that. Yes, it was that. Exactly. The David Sedaris thing. So David the- Sedaris last week, uh, somebody tried to come for him because of, a, you know, a piece that he wrote. Um, what did you think of that piece? You saw it, right? Dude, I thought it was fucking hilarious. I and- thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. And like, if you're watching that and you take it seriously, you're a fucking dunce. You're yeah. stupid. Like, that, dead- like I texted you and I said, I, I don't know what to think anymore. Are we smarter than everybody else? Yeah, Is that a like- dickhead thing to think? Because <laughs> I watched that and I got it. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it was a, I mean, and granted it does. I, I do think it fell short of, exactly very clearly making his point um a little bit mainly just because so many people had a negative reaction to it but if you are a um fan of david sedaris i can't imagine turning on him for that piece right like his piece was essentially like i wish that i could just fire people that are shitty and customer when during customer service interactions. And he kind of, you know, he used citizens termination. Yeah. He he used phrases like in these trying times and yada, yada, yada. And he was definitely kind of making fun of himself and his privilege and how, but also like these shitty fucking customer service people that he's interacted with in the past, making fun of the Karens of the world. Yeah. And the Karens of the world. And then he, but at the end, he spun it so ridiculously. He's like, if you're going to close the pool early to do laundry, why don't you just ask to come over to my house and do laundry? Like, yeah. I mean, it goes so far that yeah. it's like, how could you ever think that he, that was real? And it's also clearly about cancel culture. Yeah. Like, it's really obviously like that's what he's talking about. He's talking about how all these people are now just trying to get people fired. Um, based off of a bad day or a bad, like one bad thing. And, um, you know, I, I go, I, I have wavering feelings on the, on that complaint. I do feel like some people deserve it, but then I also know that it's like out of control and like Ellen DeGeneres is getting canceled for being mean and having a, and like, and the fact that her interns have high stress jobs, it's like, yeah, it's live television. You're 22. No one cares. I mean, how dare those people rat on her? Like, and and then you learn more about it. And it wasn't actually Ellen. It was the two people working underneath her and yada, yada, yada. Like, it's just, it's so 
So I, I don't know. I thought the piece by Sedaris was really good and really, it was pretty, I thought it was, I laughed when I watched it. Um, nevertheless, people are fucking morons nowadays. There's so many worse things that you can cancel David Sedaris for that he's written in the past. Like, and I, I think it was perfectly summed up in a tweet by, I can't remember who it was. I think she's a writer or comedian or both. Mm-hmm. And she said, I wonder when David Sedaris is writing this, how meta this bit would get. Right. <laughs> if he knew how you. meta this bit would get. <laughs> he was going to get canceled for a piece about cancel culture. <laughs> hey, dude, don't come for cancel culture if you don't want to get canceled. There's That's some true. people out there. It's the only power they have in the world is That's to send true. some tweets. Send some tweets and ruin some lives. Yeah. It's like, I don't have your money, so you shouldn't have it either. Fuck you. (laughs) Cry, cry, cry. Ellen only gave us Christmas Day off. It's like, yeah. She's doing every other You and every other restaurant employee in the world. That's what I'm saying. It's like you are like, 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 I just don't feel bad for you. I don't feel bad for you in the least. Like, oh, I only got a day off for Christmas and I, I'm not from Los Angeles. So I, I, I couldn't go home and see my family. It's like, no, that happens sometimes. Like, like, like. You, you made the decision to move to L.A. You went into live TV. You, like, made all of... You put your... Positioned yourself to be in a position that is... It's not a, it's not a permanent gig. Yeah. Those gigs, those gigs are not supposed to last your lifetime. You're supposed to meet people, get another gig, and move on. You're supposed to become Kathy Griffin's personal assistant for six months until she pretends to cut off another politician's head, uh, and then she has to fire her assistant because she can't afford him anymore. Well, I don't guess, know why I have a New York accent all of a sudden. Hey, it's because it sounds good. But guess who was fucking dialing cold calls at 6 p.m. on Christmas Eve because he worked for an Israeli company that didn't give a flying fuck if it was Christmas? <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, welcome to the world, fucking assholes. Yeah, get over it. Like, she's mean. I worked for Israeli special forces motherfuckers that could have broken my neck and screamed at me all day, every day. And you know what I did? I went to work and I made fucking money. I don't feel sorry for you. Eat my ass with a spoon. <laughs> Anyway, the David. <laughs> Sorry, go, like <laughs> go, go watch the David Sedaris, y'all, and and look it up. That's it. Oh, that's what the whole beginning of my point was: is that I I, I wrote David Sedaris getting canceled, lol, and then people are like, "What are you talking about?" It's like, look it up. I said David Sedaris getting canceled. <laughs> Copy paste Google. Put it in the Facebook search engine. Put it in the Twitter search engine. Put it on Yahoo News. Put it. <laughs> Like, just go anywhere. Go anywhere at all. Look it up. Look it up. If you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up. It takes no time at all. Oh, my God. We've got to figure out video and get this shit on YouTube because (laughs) you just slammed your microphone into your forehead, and it was the funniest thing I've seen in a while. (laughs) I just get... It just blows my mind that people don't don't know that, like... Like, don't know to just be like, what's Matt talking about? Uh, I don't know. I better type a comment and ask him what he's talking about. It's like, get, get, get do this much effort. Like, I'm not explaining everything to you. And then I'll wait around for him to answer. Yeah, yeah. Like, God. <laughs> and then hours later, he'll get back to me on, well, David Sedaris did a, did a piece about blah, 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 blah. <laughs> And then you're just sitting there typing it all out, and they're and like, I'm, "Oh, okay." And, I, and like, I have a uh, just like a like like just nerves popping out all over my temples, and like <laughs> I, my, the, the whites of my eyes are turning red, and I have a nosebleed, and I'm chewing the inside of my cheeks, and I and vision is tunneling, and I just can't believe that I have to explain something that is so easy to look up on your own yet again. It blows me away that like people can't like, I don't know. It's so, it's just, uh, maybe I'm just too online and I understand to look things up. Why are people talking about something? 
I don't know. Yeah. No, I feel you. Uh, I feel you. You got anything? I have. Oh, I have a funny story. That might be my don't at me, bro, though. My funny uh, story. The Walmart adventure. Yes. The Walmart adventure. And, you know, all right, I'll, we'll save it. I'm sure there's yeah. some other stuff that's going on. Oh, I'm canceling my trip to Texas because obviously. Right. Good. I was, I'm relieved <laughs> to hear that. I, it's just too fucking much going on, man. I have a, I have something. I have a question for you. So mm-hmm. we, my parents and I, have a plan to go down to an Airbnb on the day after Christmas for like four days. Okay. Where are you going? Kerrville. Okay. Is that irresponsible? No. You don't think so? No, but are you going to be in a crowded bar or restaurant? No, we're not going to go out at all. We're we're literally just changing the scenery. Mm. We're going to be next to the river. We're going to fish. We're going to like, hopefully, you know, find something, you know, to. Okay. Are you going to a Burning Man festival in Tulum? I mean, not not that week, but um, no. Cool. Then I don't think it's irresponsible at all. Okay. Okay. It's the, it's the three people that live in your house, getting in a car, driving to another house, staying in that house and then getting back in the car and driving back to your main house. That's not irresponsible. And if anybody tells you that it is, tell them to go kick rocks and flip flops and break a toe. Yeah. I guess I I didn't really tell anyone anything until just now, but, but I, (laughs) but it keeps coming up in our household as to whether or not we think it's uh, safe or not. One thing that comes to mind is the, transport now i can drive from here to kerrville no stops but i will am not going to be the only person in the car so there will there will be stops and that's where that's where some people in the party are getting nervous and i'm just i i'm with i'm on your side i'm just kind of like yeah we're we may end up having to go use a bathroom but just wipe down you know hand sanitize everything fucking get well, take the a surfaces shower. is not that the surfaces is not what you need to be worried about if in the in the grand spectrum of things to be worried about is you know i understand you guys were in the position where you got you know you could quarantine more i've right. had to be out and about in it surfaces is the less worrisome part of it just sanitize your hands you're fine the the worrisome part of it is if you see people in those stores without masks on, right. Which is go to another store or if the store is very packed, just go to another store. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Like when you pull up to it, if don't go to Bucky's, I know they have the best bathrooms, but it's always going to be packed. Just, I know I love Bucky's too. Just don't go to Bucky's. No, I, I, (laughs) I'm with you there. It's just like, uh, I'm trying to remember. I haven't been to a Bucky's since this whole thing started, but the last time I was at a Bucky's, it was so chaotic. That place yeah. is ridiculous. Oh yeah, it's great, but it's I fucking guess. crazy. <laughs> I, I love it's, Bucky's. It's Sausage like on a stick, baby. It's like well, I don't know. It's just like a gigantic gas station, <laughs> and everybody thinks it's so cool. But they it's got a gas stuff. station. They got stuff and things. Oh, they got things. They have a beaver. You know, that's native to Texas, the beaver. But they got a bunch of jerky. They got barbecue. They got fucking sausage <laughs> sure. on a stick. They got sure. t-shirts. Great. I'm on a road trip. I'm not I'm not on the road trip to hang out in a gas station. I'm going to No, but if you're stopping by somewhere and you want a fucking barbecue beef uh, fucking brisket sandwich, it's high quality. Sure, I guess. Gas is more expensive there. I've noticed that. Listen, I'll tell you this right now. If you want to start a war on Bucky's, you can start a war by your goddamn self. <laughs> you can be a lone ranger on that one, chief. All I'm getting at. <laughs> no, I'm I'm too busy fighting the war on Christmas. I can't fight the war on Bucky's. I can't do two fronts. Sorry, happy holidays. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but my my major point is like you know steer clear of the Bucky's if you're. It is a worry. It's an absolute worry. Yeah, what you need to be worried about is the shit in the air. The more people there are, the more shit there is in the air. 
Right. The most people are going to be at Bucky's. Steer clear of Bucky's, um, small gas stations. If there's too many people in there, just go to the next one. That's Did my you advice. see that video of that kid in Denton at a Bucky's just get fucking decked by a MAGA dude? Yes. <laughs> oh my and they were God. playing that fuck Donald Trump song. <laughs> uh, look, I, I feel bad because the the bat the guy that did the decking is a bad dude, and the guy that got decked is like a good dude. But I love watching people just get fucking lit up. It's so funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just oh like, my God. whoa! <laughs> like, that dude was like horizontal before he like like the guy punches him. And then this little wafy, like hippie dude with the mask on just goes completely horizontal and then falls on the concrete. It's like, holy shit. It's not funny. It should laugh. Um, <laughs> it's very serious. It's very serious. It was very serious, but it's it's just one of those things. Like, I love. It was funny. I'm sorry. It was funny. I, <laughs> I, I love watching fights online. Watching people just like seeing who knows how to fight because every now and then you see someone that really knows how to fight. You've seen that. There's that real famous video of a big fucking shit brick house of a woman or brick shit house of a woman um, inside of a McDonald's just like throwing dudes around. Oh, yeah. It's classic. I wanted the Cowboys to sign her to play on the O-line. Dude, she had her foot planted and she knew ex- and she was just rolling those hips, throwing mm. those dudes around. <laughs> so what do you think? Do you think she did like martial arts or do you think she did like amateur wrestling or she something? Had, like- she had to have been a martial artist of some sort. She had was to have. cleaning house, dude. Yeah. Then, also, there's, there's a point as- in the in the middle of the fight where like the guys get scared. Like they're kind of <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> also she was my kind of woman she had ass and she had yeah, boobs and yeah, she, she was, was throwing dudes around i was aroused yeah, I was like come beat me up <laughs> yeah please throw me on the ground <laughs> choke me mom beat Wait, me mom, piss mom, on, hold me. on i didn't say that try it out <laughs> try it out my queen above 18 <laughs> oh my god jomos <laughs> oh my god I've been getting way more into your mom's house lately. I've always been into it, but I've never watched it like regularly, regularly. Yeah. But yeah. like been really super into it lately. I'm, I've been into it for years. I know. I, I love know. it so much. It's in lately. It's, it's just, well, it's, they have uh, really taken the quarantine in stride or like the lockdown in stride. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they have just totally, realigned what their mission is and that mission is let's make a million dollars a month off of live events <laughs> yeah hey they're uh apparently they're moving to austin too they say that they were looking in austin okay i don't think anything's official yet and now that tom's I, all fucked up i don't know that that they're not looking anywhere right now oh yeah tom tom challenged the machine <laughs> for anyone that doesn't know what the hell we're talking about it's this podcast called your mom's house it's hosted by tom segura and his wife christina pajitsky they have a whole network of podcasts uh, that are operate on their youtube channel um there's one of those other podcasts it's called two bears one cave it's with Kurt kreischer and tom segura they do live events and they were taping something for a live event and Tom broke his knee. From what I understand, he ripped, he broke his patella and ripped um, some tendons in his knee and snapped his arm. Jesus fucking Christ. All trying to dunk. And Tom is like all loaded up on painkillers on Twitter, arguing with fans about whether or not he can actually dunk. And it's like, dude, you're in the hospital. Because <laughs> like, yeah, relax. <laughs> well, and here's the thing is Burt Kreischer calling him the machine is no longer just part of his fucking stand up act. Yeah. The guy is a fucking machine. He is got- the. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, he's the Mickey Mantle gene. He's he, got that Mickey Mantle gene, baby. 
Dude, he's just a fucking, he's a monster athlete and he's fat and he drinks and he's a stand-up comedian and he just puts everybody else to fucking shame. Dude, it's like, it's, it's really, I'm impressed with Bert. I like oh, way yeah. more, way more than I had been. Because Bert's <laughs> very exhausting. Like he's, he, I, I, he, he's very needy and emotional and like, um, and just kind of all over the place. He's always, always like online, but also saying that he doesn't, I don't really do social media that much. And it's like, okay, let's go look at your Instagram stories. You fucking liar. But like but 14 like, tweets a day. I don't really drink that much. Meanwhile, he's like housing bottles of wine and on his treadmill, like running 16 miles at a time. Like, it's like, who the fuck is this guy? Um, so, I mean, it's, that's another recommendation, I guess, if y'all haven't. It's one of the biggest fucking podcasts out there right now. So if, if you're listening to this and you don't know what it is, uh, go check them out. They're pretty good. You Try it out. Here's One Cave is great. Try it out. Um, I love it. I love those guys. And the dynamic has changed. The dynamic you know. at the beginning of the show was like just Tom giving Bert enough rope to hang himself. Right. And now it's like the tide has turned against Tom. And right, it's like, oh Tom, who the fuck do you think you are? Bert's the fucking machine, like, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. So, like, on the a recap of their first live event, they did another. They did an athletic challenge where Tom has been taking tennis lessons and training for tennis uh, for months, and he was like, "Yeah, I'll play you in tennis." To Bert, he challenged Bert. Bert shows up hungover in shorts in like a in like a pink like sweater. And just aces, Tom. Oh, like yeah. one match after another, just wrecks him. And so the tide has shifted. Mm-hmm. And it's so fun to watch. Ever since then, every, all the fans have turned on Tom. And, and, the, love and the Tom fans were vicious. They were vicious uh, and they right. hated everybody but Tom. They even right. hated Tom's fucking wife. Yes. That's how ridiculous these people were. Right, right. Tom kind of attracts some bad people. Because yeah. um, <laughs> Tom has that that aura of like superiority. Like mm-hmm. everybody he talks to and every time he talks, he kind of talks. And I think it's partially a bit, partially his personality. He right. talks like, I'm so much smarter and better than you. Like, right. Okay, right. whatever, bro. And right. he attracted all those type of people. Mm-hmm. And then they saw him get crushed by Bert mere <laughs> hours after Bert went beer for beer with Stone Cold Steve Austin. That <laughs> <laughs> he got obliterated. <laughs> obliterated. Because <laughs> the whole premise of the show up to that point was Bert saying... I can do this. I can do this. I've done this. I've done this. And Tom going like, ah, really, bro? You're fat. And then they go out and do it. And Bert is like a fucking super athlete. (laughs) It's like, what the fuck? Have you seen pictures of Bert after they do sober October? Like at the end of the month? He's felt. He's, he's, yeah. It just all goes away. And he looks like a bony, like freak. I don't know. He's Jack. He still has that. He still has that booze, that boozer face, but it's yeah. like sitting on top of like a, like a jacked, like almost wiry body. It's like what the hell? This guy's scary. Yeah, I mean it's it's such anyway. a great, crazy, hilarious dynamic. <laughs> Check him out. Check him out. Your mom's house. Your mom's I house. All right, we're gonna move on. We're almost at an hour. So I think it's time for Don't At Me Bro, 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 Oh yeah, Do Not At Me Bro. I just want to congratulate. I just want to congratulate the team at Walmart yesterday for the fucking adventure they sent me on. Oh M God. I am so happy that there are people out there who treat customers so poorly and do, and um, do absolutely the most minimum 
of of work whenever they're getting paid such a such a pittance of money, which is true, which is true. I've come around. Yesterday I was ready to fucking like roll heads. Now I come around and I say no. Don't at me, bro. Treat the customer horribly. This is a new age. It's the 2020s, baby. The consumer is no longer the customer. They are the product, baby. Yeah. Fuck you forever. dick. How dare I? How dare I walk into Walmart expecting to pick up items that I have previously purchased? It's my fault. I should never have done that, Matt. It's really my fault that I bought 35 pounds of cat of cat food uh, and a bunch of stocking stuff or candy um, uh, at two in the morning while uh, sipping a gin and tonic and uh, <laughs> on the sitting on the porch. And uh, you know, it's, that's my fault. It's my fault. I should have never done that. Okay. So I get to Walmart yesterday. <laughs> and, and, and first of all, I, I get there. And I realized I'm not doing curbside pickup. I'm doing in-store pickup. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Walk into the st- I got my mask. I walk into the store. Uh, I go to the big, there's a big tower. It says pickup. And then you go and you hold your, your barcode up to the thing. And then it shoots out your items at you. And you have to, you have to catch them and hope. And, um, it, you know, you dive on the ground. They, they put oil all over the ground. So you're slipping and sliding. No, I'm kidding about that. Um, uh, so I get there. No, he's and, not. And the and the items aren't 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 in the tower. Fine. There's a wonderful help me button, and I hit the help me button, and I wait for about five minutes. Nobody comes by. I hit the help me button again, and I wait for about another ten minutes goes by, and I'm kind of kind of wondering like what's going on. And I look up and I see oh, and if nobody comes, call this phone number. I'm like, that's weird. Uh, okay. I call that phone number. Nobody picks up. I leave a voicemail saying, hey, sorry. I'm apologizing, by the way, for trying to pick up my items already. Hey, sorry. I'm at the pickup uh, point, and nobody's come out yet. I haven't heard from anybody. And then a fellow from DoorDash shows up, and he's got his mask hanging below his nose, and he's trying to tell me everything that I need to be doing. Uh, he does not work for Walmart. I clear up within about 30 seconds and then uh, tell him to please, like, uh, that I will handle it, handle myself. Uh, and he treats me like I'm an asshole for trying to handle my own problems on my own um, and not listen to some fucking guy uh, that has his nose hanging out like a dick hanging out of a hanging out of a pant. Um, <laughs> uh, and, and I, I'm sitting there, and I, and I wait. Out of I a keep, pant. Sorry. And I keep, and I keep uh, just sitting and waiting. And I, and I go up to some employees. There are employees standing around me, and I walk up to them and I say, I say, please, please give me my cat food. And they go, No, no, you don't get your cat food today. No, actually, what happened was I, I go up and I go, please. Uh, I need someone to bring me the cat food, and and, and they and they and they say, oh, yeah, the people are busy, man. Literally, that's what. Somebody <laughs> <said>. <laughs> like, like literally, it's Christmas. They're busy. They're busy. It's Christmas, and I was just like, oh, okay. Uh, and then I call the number again, and nobody picks up. So then I call, you know, you know what? I'll call customer service, and I call customer service, and they're like, where are you? And I was like, oh, I'm at the pickups point. Oh, okay, I'll page them for you. Then they hang up on me, uh, and I wait around. I don't hear a page. I don't. I don't hear anything. And so at this point, uh, about 25 minutes has gone by. You and, could have uh, gone and gotten the stuff and checked out, Matt. That's um, kind of the whole point of my rant <laughs> <I know>. here. Uh, <laughs> That's kind of what I'm driving at is that this is an enormous waste of resources and time. Um, sorry. sorry. <laughs> and, uh, and so I, I go there and there's three people standing in a semicircle uh, behind the, behind the customer service counter, uh, gossiping, talking about people that they work with saying awful things. And, oh, that uh, bitch. And, yeah. And one of them says team leader. I walk up to them. I go, Hi. Uh, and they just stonewall me. They just totally don't look at me, don't acknowledge me. And I'm like, excuse me. And they say, no, we don't. We do not look at this white man. <laughs> Fuck him. And, and um, 
Eh, and I, and then I, I finally, I go over to the person that is helping customers and I say, and I, whenever the customer leaves that person, I say, I go, hi, uh, I, I'm trying to pick up some items that I ordered yesterday and nobody's come by yet. Nobody's picked up the phone. And then, and then, and then one of the three that was stonewalling me goes, oh, I just paged them for you. And I was like, well, that was like seven minutes ago and I didn't hear a page and nobody's come by yet. And she goes, you didn't hear a page? And then she starts like getting in my face and I'm like, no, I didn't hear it. And she goes, oh, so you want me to page them again? And she says it like that and her eyes get all wide and she's like leaning back. You want me to page them again? I'm not going to describe this person, but I don't think I have to. Um, and, um, um, uh, and, and then, uh, and I say, yeah, I, I would like for you to page them again. I'm, I'm trying to leave. And um, she picks up the phone and she's really angry at me all of a sudden. And she just goes, excuse me, customers and, and uh, employees. We need uh, assistance at the pickup station. And she's staring me down and I just go, hey, what's your name? sweet? Oh, Jacqueline. Thank you so much. Jacqueline, thank you. And I walk away and I am trembling, trembling because <laughs> I've just been like threatened. Like it was just like, fuck this, I don't know. It was just so crazy. Like, I don't know. Like, I, it was just nuts to me that the interaction was just crazy. And, I, and I'm back and I'm waiting. Another 10 minutes goes by. So now it's 40 minutes. Who comes up to me? A 19-year-old girl and she has a scanner. She finally comes up to me and she's with one of the three people that was stonewalling me, uh, a young man. And, um, and uh, they... They, uh, they, they eventually they go up to the machine and they get half of my order out of the machine. And then they're like, oh, your cat food is not there. Which, by the way, I had been told we were completely out of cat food. That's the whole reason I'm at Walmart. I wouldn't be at Walmart if Scott Butterfield had not um, told me that we were completely out of cat food. So I'm, I, I'm just so desperate to feed my boy. I want to feed Frankie. I love him so much. He's hungry. He, he's just, he's helpless. He's from the streets. He's, you know, he, he's got a real come up story. He's a really sweet guy. And I just want to get him some fucking Purina naturals out of the green bag. Um, and finally, 45 minutes later, Alejandro or whatever his fucking name was comes out. He's got the bag thrown over his shoulder like, like he's like a Sherpa, like hiking up the Mount Everest with like some ungrateful white bitch. And, uh, and uh, he, he throws it into my shopping cart and like smooths it all out. And I just say, man, thank you so much. The message is loud and clear. I will never bother you guys again. Fuck the customer. It's 2020. I'm out. Don't at me, bro. You know, and when Matt texted me, God oh, damn. That's not even the end of the story. That's not the, sorry. Sorry. I just, I, so what were you going to say just now? Go on. I don't know. Cause mine leads in. You do. Oh, okay. Okay. So I, I'm not even into the story. I get my fucking cat food, which Scott Butterfield has told me we desperately need. And I am, you know, well, at first I, you know, I stop and buy a McRib overrated. Um, <laughs> thank you. Uh, and, uh, I buy a McRib because I'm upset and, um, I go home and, uh, and I pull, pull, and you know, I got this 35 pound of thing, 35 pounds of cat food. So I park next to the house like in our driveway and, um, open the garage door. And what do I see right where we store the cat food is an enormous bag of cat food that is half full um, we did not need the cat food. I did not need to go to Walmart. Did not need to be yelled at by Jacqueline. Did not need to spend 45 minutes inside of a germ den with people and their noses hanging out of their masks. Like um, a dick hanging out of a pant. <laughs> like, a, like a dick hanging out of a pant. Um, yeah, that, that, was, uh, that was when I decided that I am going to become the Joker. <laughs> So when Matt texted me about this, he just sent me a thing. It was just like, God damn fucking Walmart fucked up my order. And my response was fool me 42 times. <laughs> so don't 
at me, people who continue to go to Walmart and expect good service. <laughs> you motherfuckers have known for years that Walmart is the worst company in the world. Every store is the hell on earth, and it's inhabited by Satan's fucking minions. You've all known this. This has been made clear. We grew up with Walmart. It's trash. It's where dreams go to die. In the back, there's a portal to hell. Where you can meet Satan himself. Is that what the label is with those like lines all in a circle? Absolutely. That's the portal to hell. It's an (laughs) artist rendering of the portal to hell that is built into every single Walmart super center. (laughs) This is who these people are. It's not changing. It's not their fault. They've been given a haven where they can be the pieces of shit that they are. You go to Walmart, you deserve what you get. You know what, Matt? The, you're right. You're totally right. I <laughs> cede to your point. That's completely, like I was saying, fuck the customer. Fuck us. We, we got exactly what we paid for. It's cheap. As, it's dirt cheap for a reason. Yeah. Don't at me, bro. Don't at us. Don't at me. <laughs> Well, this was outstanding. I really enjoyed this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You can follow me, all my social media, at Matt Beery, Z, row six, but fuck Facebook. Uh, yeah, Facebook is terrible. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at Twitterfield, at inst- on Instagram, at Matters. Um, Email us at mattonmattpod at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. Uh, go watch The Mandalorian. Um, I think that's Check it out Teriyaki it. Poppy on TikTok. Yep, yep. Those are, that's, that's the moral of the day. Teriyaki Poppy and The Mandalorian and fuck the customer. Fuck the customer. We'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. Couple of weeks. And I'm Cup- gonna go get a shower and go back to the scene of the crime where I was burnt, almost burned to death yesterday. All right. Merry Christmas uh, or Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah. Oh uh, yeah. Merry Merry Kwanzaa. Uh, we might release something before then, but we might not. I hope we do. Um, well, you know, this is the Matt on Matt podcast, the home base for the war on Christmas. Happy <laughs> holidays, everybody. Happy <laughs> holidays. Happy holidays. See you next time. Adios, fuckers. <laughs>